0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. In your hands I commit my spirit is the title of this devotion. Commitment, or real surrender, is one of the beautiful characteristics that we see perfected in Jesus in His love for the Father and His oneness with the Father. It is really the work of His salvation that He took His surrender, His humility in His submission to the Father to the extreme of death on the cross. Wherefore, he was also highly exalted, it says in Philippians chapter two, and given the name above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. You see, the spirit that makes him Lord is the spirit of his humility, is his submission, his surrender. That is his sanctification. I'm going to talk about that in the next couple of weeks here. And I find that such a powerful subject that Christ has become our sanctification. He took His submission, His oneness, His holiness with the Father right through the grave into the presence of God's holy holiness where He then sprinkled His blood on the mercy seat as an everlasting redemption that He obtained for you and me. I know these are big words and and they actually, all of them could be a devotion within themselves because they're so rich and so beautiful. But you see, Jesus' submission, his surrender to the Father is what he imparts to you to transform our inclination, our motivation, so that we from within us become wholly devoted, wholly consecrated, dedicated, anybody Anybody sitting here will have a heart that is deceitful, as Jeremiah says in chapter 17. Every one of us can say to God, yes, I love you, and yet we love ourselves more and not we deny him by choosing self. There's none righteous, no, not one, the scripture says. A true heart is something you receive through your union with Jesus. It is his submission to the Father, his surrender to the Father, that he works in us to make us holy, even as he is holy. That is such an important revelation of salvation that you do not depend on your own consecration, dedication, separation, because it will fail, it will fall short. But you yield to your, through your union with Jesus to his submission to the Father, his surrender. Him giving himself, he gave himself to the Father for us. So let me take you to one of David's beautiful Psalms when we talk about this. In your hand, I commit my spirit. Psalm 31, verse 1 through 5, okay? In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me, deliver me speedily. Be my rock and refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net, which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand, I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Wow. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. You see, David was prophetically here speaking of what Christ was going to accomplish within the nature of man to be able to give to each and every one of us who receive him as Lord and Savior. It is to me the great saving work of, my, of Jesus that he works in me the willingness and the ability to obey the Father. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, listen to this for a moment. This is Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 1. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching drop as the rain. My speech distill as the dew. As the rain drops on the tender herbs and the showers on the grass. For I proclaim the name of the Lord. Ascribe greatness to our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice, a God of truth, and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. You see, as you begin to meditate on the word of the Lord, you begin to realize that he is able to work in you through his life-giving word, that very heart and that very mind, Or as it would say in Peter, that we are born again by an incorruptible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. That we receive a new nature in our heart and in our mind through the Word coming to live in our heart and in our mind. And God begins to work that submission in you as you keep yielding to His Word. And keep yielding to His Word. And yes, sometimes it's like digging up a dry well. Every time you keep yielding to the word, it's more obvious that your heart is not faithful and not true and that you're not fully surrendered yet, that you still seek self, that you still choose self, that you still deny the sufferings of Christ to become like him when the opportunity presents itself. And you see you're not fully surrendered yet. But I'm so grateful that he, Philippians 1, 6, who started this good work in you, he will complete it and perfect it. He will work in you your salvation. He will work it. He will work it. I sit here as a witness before you that the Lord is able to transform us into his likeness. I I am a changed man, but only by the grace of the Lord that consistently daily keeps working in me. In Acts chapter 8, (laughs) there is a very important part in the scripture that God used to teach me something that I feel is part of this. Uh, committing our lives, committing ourselves to God, you know, in your hands and commit my spirit. Let me read you verse 32 and verse 33 of Acts chapter 8. The place in the scripture which he read was this. That was the, the Ethiopian eunuch who Philip, the evangelist, went to go see. And this is what the Ethiopian was reading. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation, for his life is taken from the earth? So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man. And Philip opened his mouth beginning at the scripture scripture, preaching Jesus to him. The statement in verse 33 in his humiliation his justice was taken away. In his suffering justice was denied him is another translation. You see when it comes to committing your spirit to God it most of the time is in the face of what to you will be like not fair, not just. Why should I put up with this? Why should I have to go through this? And the devil himself will whisper that to you. And the devil will point out to other people who are not as good a person as you are who don't have these challenges. And why should you then? Why should you then do it? You see, Satan is evil. Remember how Jesus in Matthew 16 began to explain to his disciples that the Father had sent him to give his life on the cross. And immediately Peter rebuked him and said, God forbid. And Jesus turned around and said, Satan, get thee behind me, for all you are thought of are the things of man and not the things of God. Peter did not yet at that moment distinguish the difference between the mind of the Spirit and the mind of the enemy. We also have to learn the difference, that there is a mind that is of the Holy Spirit by which we're empowered to lay down our lives sweetly in submission to God, trusting Him, relying on Him. And there is a mind of self and the devil that will refuse at all costs to pay that price. And here's the difference between those given to God and those that are not. And it's not just in the face of suffering. It can be in the face of wealth and prosperity. When you were humble and you were in dire straits, you cried out to God and he was faithful to keep you and uphold you and carry you through. Now that you've come into wealth and and great increase, you've forgotten about the Lord. You're not surrendered anymore like he used to be. You don't cry like he used to be. you you don't run after God like you used to run after God. You see, your hearts become lukewarm and indifferent and, and detestable to the Lord, especially after all he's done for you. When it says into your hands, I commit my spirit, this devotion, it's so important that we commit our spirits to God, not just in the times of trial and testing, but that we commit our spirit to God in the time when we are prospering, when we're succeeding, when we are having everything go our way, that we keep on honoring Him and loving Him and being generous and being sweet, humbled heart and having a prayer life and a love for His church and a love for for God's servants. I want to encourage you today. Renew your commitment to the Lord. Say, Lord, into your hands I commit my spirit. I'm yours. All that I am and all that I have comes from you for you give me all that I need my future is in your hand. something David says there in Psalm 16 again all that I am and all that I have comes from you for you give me all that I need my future is in your hands I pray that you live in such a committed spirit to God that when the devil has pushed you to the uttermost and he's wanting you to deny the Lord by seeking self that you say no No, no. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. No, I'm going to stay merciful and honest and upright and good for God's sake. I'm going to keep loving and blessing. I'm going to keep doing what's good in His sight because God loves me. And He's worthy of the praise. Amen. Let's keep committing ourselves to God. Have a good day.